0: What's new and what's happening in the fast paced world of everyday professional life? We keep you up to speed on the daily hustle and grind of today's industry pros and what they may be up to after hours. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Thank you very much for joining us on KMC Spark Joy in Your Home. And it is Renelyn Tan Castellejos. I am your certified Marie consultant. And for this afternoon, I will be sharing with you some tips in terms of how you can take care of your home. Right now, there are a lot of things going on, not just in our homes, but I guess all over the Philippines and all over the world. And I'm really just here to share with you how hopefully... In spite of everything that you cannot control, there's one space that you have actual control in, and that is your home. And my question to you now, dear friends, is, is your home sparking joy for you? If yes, then that's great. But if not, do not worry because I'm here to share with you a lot of tips that you can use Very practical tips that you can use to spark joy in your home but first of all I'd like to thank our friends from KMC for just really being able to be at the forefront of helping people try to see how we can continue to have holistic health especially at a time where there's a lot of challenges and so it's very important that we not only take care of our physical spaces but also of our mental health as well and I will not let you wait any further. I just want to give you a little bit of background what the KonMari method is all about. So again, my name is Renalin, and I used the KonMari method in my own home a few years ago. So to those of you who are wondering, you might ask, what is KonMari? KonMari is a very simple way of tidying up your home using the basic philosophy of spark joy. So, when you think about that, when you say something sparks joy, you might automatically think, does it mean that everything inside my home needs to make me smile, make me happy? My answer to that is yes and no. Because sometimes you can have actual items in your home that is not necessarily your style, but if it helps you and if it makes you have a practical advantage in terms of how you have your routine in your life then that can mean it sparks joy so going back it's a tidying method that asks you the question whether everything in your home sparks joy and if it doesn't hopefully you are brave enough to just say that thank you very much to this particular item and maybe it's now time for that item to leave your home to leave your space and so Like I said, I used the KonMari method in my home a few years back. Because growing up, I love shopping with my mom. That's usually our bonding time together. And every time she would go to the grocery, I remember that my mom would always buy so many things because she loves us so much. And so she brings into the house a lot of excess things, a lot of excess food. So I grew up thinking that in my home, it's just normal to have excess of everything. And in 2016, I got married and um, I got married to a man who was very neat and tidy and who is a minimalist. So you can just imagine the adjustment period that we had when in our homes, it's funny because he would always say, why do we have 20 plates in our home when there's only two of us and we don't even have visitors? <laughs> but uh, that was an adjustment period for me. And so he had very few things. I had a lot. And so through those years of adjustment i was able to bring in a lot of things in my home and i didn't notice it but clutter happened in my home and so when you say clutter it doesn't mean that your house is dirty when you say clutter it means that there's a lot of items in your home that might not be useful for you that might not be bringing you certain important things for yourself and so One day, I guess that was about early 2018, one day I just told myself, I need to do something. And somehow this book of Marie Kondo, it's called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. This book, I saw it again. I actually read this in 2014. But at that time, I was living with my parents and I didn't feel the need to use this book. But when I got married, and I don't know, maybe by some sort of... um, luck or coincidence I saw it again and I decided to use it in my room and I was so surprised because after three hours of tidying my home I felt as if there was a heavy weight lifted off my shoulders I was able to think clearer and I was able to remove all of my fears about starting a new career about just trying to be the best homemaker I can be and that's the moment when I told my husband I really think the life changing magic of tidying up works. I wanted to share it with as many friends and family as I can. And that was just the start. Because I was so. Committed to the KonMari method. I did a lot of research and I realized that there was a certification process to be a KonMari consultant I went through with 2019. I became certified but More than that I'm really just so grateful today because I'm able to enter the homes of Strangers who eventually become friends of mine and I'm able to share with them how a tidy home Can not just give them a beautiful space a beautiful physical space, but more importantly when you have a tidy home you actually have a lot of mental clarity you have good relationships with the people in your home because you're able to enjoy the space and you're able to just enjoy the companionship without being upset with each other because there's a lot of clutter in your home so those things and now that we're going through this eCQ period i have shifted from A home visit or face-to-face tidying session to right now virtual tidying sessions so I will be sharing with you six tips that you can do in your own home so for starters if you want to do KonMari the most important thing for you to do at the beginning is commitment when we say commitment this is really very very important because KonMari can be physically tiring it doesn't matter actually how big or how small your house is what is more important is whether or not you are willing or ready to let go of the items that do not help you in your life anymore so in this case what i want you to try to reflect on is do you want or do you feel that you deserve a tidy home and that's where everything starts if you believe that you deserve a tidy home and everything else will follow. So the commitment, like I said, is very, very important because there's going to be a lot of things going on in your mind, in your schedule. So if, for example, you're working from home or you have your kids to take care of or you have your career to start or you have a new business that you want to start off, then you have to make sure that within that time frame, within that schedule, you also will be incorporating the tidy hours that you want to have for your home so that's the first tip commit yourself to tidying up i also tell my clients and my friends who want to do tidying up that you should be able to get a good night's sleep before tidying day Why? Because if you don't have enough sleep, if you didn't get enough rest, then your body will be physically exhausted and perhaps tidying can be harder for you. So very, very important. The second thing that you have to remember, this one, this second tip is very simple. It's called imagine your ideal lifestyle. And when I say imagine your ideal lifestyle, if you are creative or if you like drawing or if you like paintings or cutting photos from the magazines I would like to encourage you to make your own ideal home vision board I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with vision boards this is how perhaps how do you see your life in a few years from now but in this case when I ask you to imagine your ideal lifestyle this means that in very specific details it will be nice for you to try to see what is your ideal home and how does it look like why is this important it's important because if you actually know your ideal home if you know the color of the walls that you want if you will know how many how many pillows on your bed do you want if you know the thread count that you want for your bed sheets then the next time that there's a sale that goes on online or the next time that you go to the mall if you have the chance even if it's on sale, you will not be tempted to buy if that particular item doesn't feel right to you as your ideal home item. And so in that case, it's actually a very good indicator for you to tell yourself, if this doesn't spark joy, then it shouldn't be in my home. So very, very simple, but also very practical. sometimes I, I found this as well, every time I would be sad and I'd go to the mall before, I feel as if sometimes all of the items, all of the items in the malls, talking to me. So you don't want that to happen. You also want to make sure that, of course, you still go and try to see what are these beautiful things that inspire you. But if it's not meant to be in your home, if it won't serve a particular purpose, then it's okay to just appreciate it from a distance, right? And so that's the second tip. Imagine your ideal lifestyle. Now the third tip if you want to KonMari your home is very very simple, it's called discard first. Okay, what do you mean by that? You have to finish discarding first. A lot of people, when they meet me for the first time, they get scared because they think that I will let them throw out everything that they own. But I tell them that's not the case. In the KonMari method, the reason why I love it so much is it's a very personal process. And the reason why I say that it's such is even for myself as a KonMari consultant, I cannot go and tell my client, please throw this, it's not good anymore, it's not nice anymore. What I can only do is ask questions for my clients to allow them to try to see, okay, what is the ideal home that I want and what is it in my home that makes me better, that makes me more productive, that contributes something better for me. And they will be the ones to say okay this item I don't like anymore it is now time for me to let go of the particular item now I also want to make sure that you remember your very important responsibility to the environment and when I say you want to discard items I don't just mean that you throw it out or you just give it away without thinking of the impact that it has on the environment So responsibly speaking, there are three ways that you can do when you want to discard items. Number one is you can donate it to organizations or charities or upcycling groups. Number two, you can actually give it away to someone but you have to make sure that that person likes it, okay? Don't just give away something for the sake of giving it to the person and you don't know that maybe that item doesn't spark joy for the person. And last but not the least, if you're entrepreneurial, what you can do is you can sell it online or you can sell it to the the Viber groups that you're part of. And so this exercise will actually allow you to also be more mindful of your impact into the environment. Because when you discard, it doesn't mean that you already don't have a connection to the rest of the world. So you always have to be responsible. Now, for the items that you want to keep, that means that these are the items that still spark joy. So you can make sure that you put a nice parking space into these different items. Why is that important? Sometimes we have a lot of things or we think we have a lot of things but we don't use it. Not because we don't want to use it anymore but maybe sometimes it's either hidden at the back or sometimes we forget that it exists, we already forgot it because we're so good at keeping it. The KonMari method asks you to make sure that everything you own is in a place that's very easy to see. Remember this, my dear friends, when you're going through the KonMari method, your home will be temporarily messy. Why? Because, of course, you're trying to discard, you're trying to store at the end, and so you have to be kind to yourself when you're going through the Conmary method. The last part for you, and you know that you are more or less finished, is when you are in the storing part. So storing will always come last. Before I go on to tip number four, I just want to share with you or maybe explain to you a little bit more what spark joy means. So spark joy, something that sparks joy for me may not spark joy for you. But the most important thing to remember is how do these items impact you in a positive way. So for example, this one. It's a keychain stuffed toy penguin that I got from a trip in Hong Kong maybe five years back. This reminded me of the first company trip that I took with my parents. And so whenever I see this, I don't just see this penguin stuffed toy. I see this and I remember the hard work of my parents, the good camaraderie that I had with their employees. And so this makes me more inspired to work better for my current career and for The company of my parents still so if you think about it this is important to me not only because I like the colors but it allows me to be a better individual it also allows me to be a better daughter and so in the same way I want you to try to look around you now and try to see what are the effect of the items in your room in your home right now if it's a good effect great if there's not a lot of effect maybe you might ask yourself why do you choose to keep these items in your home because at the end of the day you have to remember that your home is prime real estate space what do we mean by that your space doesn't expand according to the number of items that you bring in right so if that's the case you really have to be mindful you have to be careful of what items you bring into your home so that clutter doesn't start at any given time so there just remember that when something sparks joy it means that the item brings a positive effect to you. So maybe for example, you can try to think, what are the items in your home that inspires you? What are the items in your home that allows you to have a feeling of peace and calm? And if that's the case, the important thing for you now to think of is, how do you make sure that you're surrounded with these items? For some people, when they ask me at the beginning, they say, Ren, what about my coffee maker? So I ask them, What does a coffee maker do for you? For some people, it's very, very important for them to have their coffee maker at the beginning of each day in the morning because they need to drink their coffee. They need to make sure that they are awake and alive. And so in that similar way, that coffee maker, even though it's a very practical item, it sparks joy because it allows you to be awake in the morning. It allows you to just get ready to work. And so that item can spark joy and this serves a very important space in your kitchen or in your work from home area. So I hope that's clear that when something sparks joy, you really ask yourself, how is it connected to me? How is it connected to my well-being? I know that when you go, for example, to a lot of the KMC offices, co-working spaces all over the Philippines, there is that very mindful way of trying to ask, how do you spark joy with the different amenities different things that you can use so it's in the same way that um, you also want to try to ask yourself what are the things that are important in my room so once again just to recap the first tip if you want to tidy up your home the conmari way number one is commit yourself to tidying up number two imagine your ideal lifestyle number three finish discarding first Now we now go on to tip number four, and it's something that's very unique to KonMari. I don't know how you tidy your home before, but before I learned about KonMari, I used to tidy my home according to location. What do I mean by that? I would use to tidy my kitchen first, then my bedroom, then my bathroom, depending on my mood. I learned from KonMari, from Marie Kondo, that it's better to tidy by category and not by location. What do you mean by that? When we say categories, Marie Kondo has divided her whole home into five simple categories. She has divided all the items that we have into the categories beginning with clothes, books, papers, kimono or miscellaneous items, and lastly, sentimental items. So if you think about it, it's very simple, it's very straightforward. But of course, if you have a lot of these items in the different categories, that's when perhaps you will take a little bit longer than normal to finish up a category but the reason why she's asking you to tidy by category and not by location is for a very practical reason sometimes we have the same items in different locations all over our houses and if for example you clean up your bathroom first wherein you have all of your new items only and so when you discard some of these Without thinking that this is the newer item, you find that if you cleaned your second bathroom last, this is where you have all your older items but then because you started off with the bathroom on the first floor, maybe you discarded the newer items. It's very important that you see everything in the same category in one glance so that you're more objective in looking through what are the items you want to keep and what are the items that you can discard. So I hope that's very clear that when you tidy up, you do it by category. If you have a lot of things, for example, if you have a lot of clothes, so that means your first category, you can divide it into maybe a few days or a few weeks Depending on your routine and also depending on how much time you want to devote when you're thinking of how much time you want to devote What I want you to remember is it doesn't matter how long it is But once you commit to that time you really have to be consistent Because if you don't you might always tell yourself. I'll do this next time I'll do this next week, but then you won't notice you're already finished with the day and you haven't started any tidying So again, tip number four is tidying by category, not by location. The fifth tip is following the right order. Again, I will help you. The first category are clothes. So this is anything that you wear from shirts, tops, bottoms, underwear, socks, swimwear, all of these things. Second category are your books. So you're a book lover, maybe you might take uh, more days than normal. The third category are papers. So for most of you who are now working from home, maybe you have more papers than normal. But for papers, it's very important for you to remember that it's best discarded because papers really just tend to accumulate. Unless of course you're keeping it for legal or tax purposes, then you can be sure that you you have to you have to make sure that you consult with your accountant or your lawyer first before you discard anything. But then, the fourth category is actually a Japanese word that is komono. And for komono, it actually means all of the miscellaneous items all around your house. So it depends on your hobbies, if you have arts and crafts, if you have a special collection, if you just have a lot of kitchenware. So the komono items, you can divide into subcategories so that you don't feel that overwhelmed if you have a lot. And last but not the least on the category list are your sentimental items notice that the KonMari method asks you to take care of the sentimental items at the last part because can you just imagine if you took the first step in discarding and you just looked at all of your sentimental items first I don't think you will leave anything at all and so that's it That's some um, clothes books papers kimono or miscellaneous items, and lastly sentimental items. So tip number five reminds you that it's important that you follow that order because it's arranged in such a way that it's the easiest to the hardest. For some people, they might say, but Ren, how can clothes be the easiest if I have a lot? Well, based on our experience, also dealing with our clients, even if you have a lot, Your clothes are actually easier to let go off because usually it changes through fashion and you have usually more than less of other things. Unlike for example your sentimental items which is sometimes harder to let go off because there's that emotion, there's that special event that's connected to it. Now we are on to our last and final tip. Tip number six is ask yourself if it sparks joy. Again, I shared with you early on what spark joy means, but here, it's really just a very good way of trying to see now that I have tidied all the different categories, does everything inside my home still spark joy? And this is also being open to the fact that sometimes what sparked joy for you many years ago might not spark joy for you anymore now, but it's always important to come in with gratitude for everything in your home because once upon a time these items made you happy and they just didn't they just didn't appear out of nowhere right you were able to get this maybe a few times before or you actually bought it because it inspired you but maybe right now in your current situation in your current life setup it doesn't bring joy anymore so you have to say thank you for each item that you will discard, you can actually say it out loud or you can say it quietly, especially if you're with other people or if you have a lot of things that you are discarding. So I hope that's very, very helpful. Those are the six tips of tidying up which I got from Marie Kondo's first book, Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. Now, she has a lot of other books right now, but I just want to share with you the first two books that are very important. This one, The Life-Changing Magic, it's a good book if you want to have an introduction to The KonMari Method. I guess the title was also the one that made me interested in buying this When I was younger because I said how can there be a life-changing magic to tidying up but you know why the first time I met Marie Kondo that was in 2018 when I went to my certification course with her which was the first step if you want to be a consultant the first time that she was introduced to us and she entered into the hall there was about 80 of us and the hall was really big she was very tiny but when she entered it was as if she filled up the room with so much positive energy and that was a time when i told myself i know now why the spark joy method works because she really lives and breathes the conmary philosophy so what's really important in all of these things is yes you can have a really beautiful home you can have all of the nice storage boxes everything nicely labeled But if you do not have inner joy from within, then it's going to be hard to see the joy in every single space in your home. And I guess that's also something that I want you to think of right now, especially in this time wherein we're experiencing a pandemic situation and there's a lot of things we cannot control. But if we keep on focusing on how we can improve our internal condition first, ask ourselves what can really spark joy for us, then you are taking that first concrete and practical step to help yourself. So what I love about what Marie Kondo says is, your internal condition is always a reflection of what's going on through you. And sometimes that internal condition you can bring to your physical space. And so, If, for example, you're going through something, maybe stress or there's a lot of anxiety or a lot of things going on in your mind, maybe try to see if in your room you can remove the clutter, you can remove some of the things that's not helping you to have peace and calm. So thank you everyone and thank you very very much to KMC. I just would like to highlight that I'm really grateful for how KMC is really sharing with us how we can continue to have holistic balance in terms of how we can still continue working either from our homes or in their different workspaces that are open today. There's about 26 locations all over the Philippines and I'm proud to share with you that at KMC they sanitize every day with UV and so it's it's very important that we take care of our internal self but we also take care of our physical surroundings so that both will always 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 follow and once again in the words of KonMari I just want to share with you that the spark that you will be looking for all the time will have to start from you and once you have that, once you understand that, then everything else will be easier. So once again, thank you so much to KMC for this opportunity to share about the Conmari Method and how you can spark joy in your home. Once again, this has been Tan Castellanos. I hope you can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at worldofyorokobi. Again, it's at World of Yurokobi. Yorokobi is actually the Japanese word for joy. So I really, really wish to be able to keep on helping and supporting you in your tidying journey. And remember that you deserve to have a tidy home. You deserve to spark joy all the time. Happy tidying, everybody! The Hustle and Grind podcast is brought to you by KMC Solutions. For flexible workspace and workforce solutions, you may visit our page at kmc.solutions or email us at hello at kmc.solutions.